The Cardinal batting order. Brock, Flood, Maris, Cepeda, McCarver, Shannon, Javier, Maxwell, and Gibson. The Detroit batting order is McAuliffe, Stanley, Kaline, Cash, Horton, Northrop, Matthews, Freehan, and McLean. McLean, the loser in the first game of the series last Wednesday, pitched five innings, allowed three runs, three hits, walked three, struck out three. He'll be facing Brock, Flood, and Maris in the first inning. The game will be started in a very light drizzle. The lights have been turned on. Anything else, Pee Wee? No, Jack, not a thing else. We've uh, held it on here. Not too bad a shape. It's been going for now about 35, 40 minutes. We had a little help from Tony Kubik, we appreciate, and George Kell. We didn't quite get to George Kell, and he's just got through coming through our booth. And I had a little trouble getting him back up here, but uh, this game is about ready to start. So you just come right back here and tell us all about it. Okay, Pee Wee, and as McLean digs a hole in front of the pitching rubber, and Lou Brock uh, bats the breeze with Kurt Flood in the on-deck circle toward the Cardinal dugout, which is located down the first baseline. Bob Gibson just now comes in out of the Cardinal bullpen. He'll be ready to go. And we hope you enjoy the afternoon of baseball. Hope you enjoy our broadcast as well as the Tigers and the Cardinals meet in the fourth game of the series. Even before Lou Brock steps into the batter's box, Eddie Matthews comes in about four steps in front of the third base bag to guard against the bunt. But as we indicated, Brock doesn't bunt that often, and Norm Cash is playing even with the bag at first base to guard against the drag bunt. Brock has five out of 11. He's the leading hitter in the series thus far of those who have played with any degree of regularity. He's hit one home run, driven in a run, and he's stolen six bases. McLean into the windup, the first pitch of the ball game. High and away, ball one. McLean with a curveball and a good running fastball, a good moving fastball if you prefer. The outfield has Brock played straight away. The next pitch to the left-handed batter swung on and a high drive to right center field. It's well hit and may get to the wall and it may be out of here. Home run for Lou Brock into the upper deck and right center field. that ball floods the hitter and a ground ball to second base. McAuliffe has it at the edge of the grass and throws him out at first. And there's one gone with the Cardinals leading by the score of one to nothing as Lou Brock hits his fourth World Series home run. Hit one in 64, one in 67. He's hit two in 68. He hit that one on the second pitch of the ball game. Then Flood grounded to McAuliffe and there's one out. The Cardinals lead one to nothing. Whenever you think about Gibson and think about giving him a run, it's meaningful. Did you see where that ball went, Jack? Maris, the hitter, takes the ball low and away, ball one. Over the 4.15 mark into the upper deck. For a little fellow, 175 pounds, he can hit a ball as long as anyone I've ever seen. Ball one, the count on Maris, one out of six in the series thus far. Left-handed batter, the pitch swung on and grounded to first baseman Cash. McLean will cover. He takes the toss and drops it. The runner's safe as McLean dropped an easy toss and a perfect toss from Norm Cash at first base. Maris is safely on, and McLean will get the error. They haven't announced it as yet, but there's no way to give anybody the error except McLean because Cash fielded a bad hop and then gave him the ball perfectly. Well, you're right, Jack. That ball, right at the last moment, hopped high to Norm Cash. He had to jump up to come up with it, 
but Norm did make a perfect throw to Denny McLean, and Denny McLean did not have a tough play. Ball hit in his glove, and he just dropped it. And the batter is Orlando Cepeda, with three out of 13 in the series, including a three-run homer yesterday. A right-handed batter, Marison at first base. There's one out. The ball game just started. Started with a bang off the bat of Lou Brock. A home run. The pitch to Cepeda is the ball outside a breaking ball. The Cardinal dugout erupted as Brock touched that one off. Now Maris is on as a result of the error, and the pitch is made to Cepeda, and it's a strike call. Cardinals were complaining, Kiwi, about McLean's move with a runner on first base that he wasn't pausing at the belt, the balk that they used to call. Well, he stops a couple of times, and that switches illegal, but he's doing everything he can to keep these runners from stealing on him, and you can hardly blame him if he can get away with it. Cepeda takes the ball a little bit inside, and it's ball two, two and one. Brock hit the home run, flood grounded to McCullough. McLean dropped the ball, covering first, and Maris is safely on with one out, a two-ball, one-strike count on Cepeda. The rain has all but stopped here. The pitch coming, swung on, fouled back. He couldn't wait for the curveball. Cepeda got out in front and fouled it. And it's two and two. Tiger outfield playing just a bit to the left for Cepeda in deep. The infield in normal position. Matthews, Stanley, McCulloch with Cash holding Maris at first. McLean pitches and it's a swing and a miss. He struck him out, a foul tip and freehand held onto it. And that's the second out of the inning. And that's the pitch that they were complaining about, the quick pitch, Stewie. He got that ball by Cepeda for the second out and his first strikeout. Yes, he did. And you'll notice Danny McLean, if he's right, he'll be coming from all over. He comes from the top three-quarter sidearm, and he throws his, mostly when he drops down with his arm, he'll throw a fastball. But on that pitch, he dropped down and threw his fighter. They just got that outside corner. Maris is at first base with two out now, and the batter is Tim McCarver. He's three for 12 in the series. The pitch coming, and it's a ball, a breaking ball that went inside just off the plate, ball one. McCarver hit a key three-run homer in the ball game yesterday, hit five home runs during the regular season. Left-handed batter facing the right-hander McLean, Maris at first, two out. Cardinals lead, one nothing, first inning, and the pitch. Strike called, a real hummer that time, and McLean threw his best pitch, it appeared to me. That evens it at one and one. Bill Freehand behind the plate. Gives the sign to his right-hander. And the 1-1 delivery. Fastball, base hit, left center field. And Maris makes the turn. He'll go to third without a play. Willie Horton comes up with the ball, gets it into second, and it's first and third with two out as McCarver lined one over the head of Stanley at shortstop. Shannon is the hitter with two on, two out. The error has not hurt McLean as yet. Shannon will determine whether or not it will. Mike with four homers and four hits in this series. No homers, one RBI. During the regular season, led the Cardinals and runs batted in with 79 and hit 15 home runs. First and third, two out. From the belt, the pitch. Curve fouled back as Shannon got out in front and fouled the ball. Strike one. McLean took something off that ball. It was the first changeup that he has shown us. He has a good changeup, Jack, on his fastball and also his curveball. And he's out in front of Mike Shannon. Then he shakes off the sign from Freehand. Now he's ready. 
and pitches. Fastball, strike call. He hummed another one in there. Strike two. Shannon is quickly in the hole, 0 2. The on deck circle is out of the air. Shannon, the number six man in the Cardinal batting order. Maris on at third. McCarver on at first. Two out. First inning. Brock homered, and it's one to nothing. McLean pitches to Shannon. And a bouncing ball. Tough play for the second baseman. Shortstop. Stanley throws. Safe, and a run scored. A run scored as Stanley could not throw Shannon out on a high hopper over the head of the pitcher, McLean. Crossing the plate was Maris. The error did hurt, and the score is two to nothing as McCarver stopped at second base. Well, Jack, that's where that speed helps you. Shannon, that ball was not hit hard. It was a high hopper over McLean's head. The only fellow that had a chance to throw out Shannon it was, of course, the shortstop. Mickey Stanley, he was coming right at the ball. He had good stuff on the ball. It was a close play at first, but Shannon beat it the second run for the Cardinals. The batter is Javier. He's had four hits. The Cardinals now, now lead two to nothing here in the first inning. Javier batted 260 during the regular season, a right-handed batter. He takes a fastball in on him. He had to jump out of the way. Maybe it's an impression that you could confirm or deny. It appears to me that Stanley didn't get rid of the ball as most shortstops would, most regular shortstops would. Well, this is one thing that will give Mickey a little trouble. He was playing shortstop on those quick plays like that. You must get rid of the ball in a hurry. And it might have cost him the out and the run. McLean pitches, Javier swings and fouls it. Off the foot of the catcher, freehand, and it evens up the count at one and one. It's a two to nothing ball game here in the first inning. And St. Louis has men on at first and second. Shannon, the runner at first, McCarver at second, two out. Javier, the number seven hitter in the lineup, at the plate with a one one count. Outfield plays him to pull just a bit. Northrop is in a step in center field. McLean taking a little time now. Runners lead away with normal leads. The pick, sidearm, curve, swinging him at strike two. Javier is vulnerable to sidearm pitching. That was a good pitch by McLean. He took a little bit off of that sidearm curveball. He got it in a good spot. The only time you get hurt on that pitch is when you get it inside, but he just got that outside corner. Javier bent a little bit in the middle, and when you do that, you're dead. McLean has one strikeout here in the first inning, and he has Javier set up with a one-two count. Looking in. Ready. Javier waits. He takes a curve and he's called out on strikes. McLean dropped a curveball in there for a second strikeout. Javier out on strikes. One half inning has gone by. The score St. Louis two and Detroit nothing. Cardinals in that Cardinal first inning. Two runs, three hits. One Detroit error, which cost the Tigers a run and two men left. Brock Homer. Harris reached on an error, advanced on a base hit by McCarver, and scored on an infield hit by Shannon. The leadoff hitter is Dick McAuliffe for the Tigers with five hits already in the series. Left-handed batter against the right-hander Bob Gibson. Gibson and McCarver, the Cardinal battery. Shannon at third, Maxville short, Javier second, Cepeda at first. Brock in left, Flood in center, and Maris in right. Tony Cuccinello coaching at third, and Wally Moses at first for the Tigers. And McAuliffe steps into the batter's box and gets set. Gibson into the windup. He fires, and it's a strike call to fastball. He wastes no time in getting that ball over the plate, does he? And he wastes no time either in making his next pitch. As soon as the hitter is set, here he comes. Here he comes. Swung on, ground ball to Cepeda. Gibson covers. Cepeda makes the play himself. One out. McCulloch grounds out. Cepeda unassisted. 
So Gibson got the leadoff man, whereas Denny McLean did not. The hitter, Mickey Stanley. No homers, no RBIs in the series. Three hits in the fall classic. Hit 11 home runs during the regular season. Strong right-handed batter for whom they play straight away in the Cardinal outfield. Shannon three steps behind the bag at third. Two to nothing, the Cardinals lead. Tigers batting for the first time. First pitch to Stanley. Mickey swings, fouls the ball near the stand. Cepeda might have a play. He does have a play. He grabs the ball, two out. A foul ball caught by Cepeda off the bat of Stanley and two quick outs here in the Tiger first. One thing about Cepeda, we talked about the fielding of Norm Cash yesterday, who usually leads the American League in fielding. Al Kaline stepping into the batter's box. Cepeda, when he wasn't hitting, proved what a good defensive first baseman he was, Peewee. Well, Cepeda surprises. Not only is he a good defensive ball player, he has good speed for a big fellow. Swing and a miss by Kaline. Fellow has a remarkable stolen base record. Now Kaline, who had a dramatic home run here yesterday, is at the plate. Right-handed batter fouls one out of play to the roof of the ballpark, and it's strike two. Two out, nobody on. Bottom of the first, two to nothing Cardinals. The game delayed some 35 minutes at the outset. And Gibson out in front of K-Line 0-2. In the on-deck circle, Norm Cash. Gibson delivers, and K-Line swings and fouls back a high pitch. He had a good cut at a high pitch, and it's still strike two. Well, if there's any doubt about Gibson having his stuff and pitching with three days rest or his arm bobbing, it doesn't look like it. Because any time you see batters fouling that ball straight back, you know he has a good fastball. Gibson shakes off a sign and now comes to the plate, and now K-Line takes a ball low, one and two. That was a breaking ball. Gibson will go through a ball game and throw no more than six curveballs. Many times his slider, which breaks so much, will look like a curveball. So we'll simply call it a breaking pitch when we are able to determine that it was. One and two the count, and the next one. Swung on and fouled out of the glove of McCarver at the feet of the catcher, and K-Line is still alive. Now K-Line, who had never played in a World Series prior to this one, hit a home run yesterday. He's had four hits in the series. The pitch to him coming from Gibson and a shot to right center field. Who's going to get it? Blood on the run, on the run, on the run, and he can't get it off his glove. Maris gets it, and K-Line's going to get a double with two men out. Double went the other way, hit the ball into right center, went off the glove of Kurt Flood, who just simply couldn't get there. Maris was fortunate to get the rebound and hold Kaline to a double. The batter is Norm Cash. He's hit one home run in the series, and if he could touch one off here, to tie it up. The Cardinals lead two to nothing. The pitch swung on, and he chased a bad ball. It went low. Well, it'll be interesting to watch. Tim McCarver, the catcher for the Cardinals, said, "I don't believe a club can change their swing from a swinging hard." at Gibson and trying to just meet the ball. Norm Cash said that he was going to do it. He had very bad luck against Gibson in the first game. Let's see what happens in this game. Cash hit 25 home runs this year. One in the series thus far. The pitch coming, and it's low for a ball. It's 1-1. One one. K-Line uh, might have tipped us off that some of the hitters would be going the other way on Gibson with his double into right center. 
He's on second with two out. The pitch to Norm Cash, and it's blown away, ball two. Jack talking about K-Line going to right field sometime against Gibson. You go to right field whether you want to or not. Cash out in front of the pitcher. Two balls and a strike. Gibson checks the runner, fires, and it's low, three and one. predominantly Tiger crowd is flying high and roaring on every pitch. A 3-1 count and Cash will be looking for his pitch. K-line at second, two out, first inning, 2-0 Cardinals. The 3-1 delivery. On the way, curveball in there, slider perhaps, 3-2. Well, this is what makes Gibson such a great pitcher. When he gets behind a hitter like Norm Cash, he did not come with that fastball. As you said, he threw a breaking pitch and got it over. Let's see what he throws in 3-2. And the 3-2 pitch is coming, and it is a fastball, and he's struck him out. Cash down swinging. Tigers leave a man on at the end of one inning. St. Louis 2, Detroit nothing. Brock Kears, Tiger Stadium. The Cardinals lead in this ball game as they came up with two big runs in the first inning for Bob Gibson. It is 2 to nothing in the first hitter for the Cardinals. Down Maxwell is shortstop. Jack? Maxwell looking for his first series hit. He's 0 for 9. Batted 252 during the regular campaign with one home run. Slender fellow, right-handed batter. McLean, the right-hander, comes to him with the first pitch. It's a strike call and a curveball, and the second inning is underway. Maxville. We glance back at the umpire. Maxville, Gibson, and Brock will hit in this inning. Matthews even with the bag at third. The outfield shallow and straight away. Strike call. That was the fastball. That's two of them. McLean quickly out in front of Dow Maxville. The Cardinals reach McLean for three hits in the first inning, including Brock's home run. Single by McCarver, infield hit by Shannon. Maxville takes strike called. He's out of there. Three pitches, and Maxville becomes the third strikeout victim of the Tiger right-hander. Bob Gibson comes to the plate. And the sporting Detroit crowd, along with the Cardinal Rooters are on hand. Give Gibson a hand. Some don't. There's one out. The pitch coming. Gibby takes the ball low. Gibson's strong. Can swing the bat. Drove in six runs this year and batted 1-7-0. They respect his hitting. They're deep around to the left in the Tiger outfield. Gibson swings and misses. to even the count at 1-1. One, one. one thing about these uh, two pitchers, if they both stay for the whole game, we won't have the three-hour game that we had yesterday. They're both very rapid workers. The next one to Gibson with one out is a curve and a swing and a miss. And McLean has established his breaking ball here, Pee-wee, in his off-speed pitching. Yes, he has. It looks to me like McLean, as you say, when he has his confidence, he has his pitches, he'll pitch fast. I thought he took a little more time over in St. Louis, and that shows that he didn't have too much confidence. He brings it again. There's a ground ball to the hole to Stanley. Up with the ball and throwing, and he's out by a step. Gibson is out. 6-3, Stanley to cash, and the two men gone. Again, say we, as we observe it, and I guess we should give our impressions, uh, Stanley doesn't get rid of the ball. Like most shortstops you see playing every day in the major league. Notice, too, it looks to me like he's throwing the ball a little bit more sidearm. Of course, that ball sinks a little bit. But uh, taking everything in consideration, 
Jack, I'm sure he's done a terrific job out there. Terri terrific amount of pressure on him. Here's Lou Brock, a homeowner's first time up, and a curveball goes into the dirt ball one. Brock now has six out of 12 in the series, two home runs, two RBIs, and he's stolen six bases. He's at the plate with two outs. Matthews in front of the bag at third. The pitch coming, curveball, ground ball. Second baseman call up is up with it. He'll throw him out. He does. The Cardinals down in order in the second inning. And at the end of an inning and a half, St. Louis two and the Tigers nothing. The Cardinals over the Tigers. The first better for the Tigers in the bottom half of the second inning will be Willie Hart, followed by Jim Northup and Eddie Matthews. Jack Buck. The Tigers have sluggers and heroes up and down their lineup. And Willie Horton, who blasted 36 home runs this year to lead the Tigers in that department with 85 runs batted in. A strong right-handed batter steps in to hit against Bob Gibson here in the Tigers' second. First pitch from Gibson to Horton is a ball that goes into the dirt. And back to the screen for ball one. Outfield deep to the left with Brock only about three steps from the warning track in front of the screen. Blood in left center. Maris off the line and right. The pitch coming, and Horton takes a ball outside, ball two. In the first inning, Al Kaline became a base runner when he doubled. Cash struck out to end the inning. It's raining very lightly, but steadily here at Tiger Stadium, Detroit. Two balls, no strikes to count. Willie Horton, the batter, Northrop and Matthews will follow. Gibson into the windup, and on 2-0, and he delivers. It's high, ball three. In the opening game of the series, when Gibson struck out 17, he walked only one. Gave up five hits. He's 3-0 and on Horton. If he loses him, it'll bring up a home run threat and a left-handed batter, Jim Northrup. The pitch coming, and it's a ball. to start the second inning. And the batter is Jim Northrup, who's one for 12. It's 21 home runs during the year. A left-handed batter. They play him deep, and they play him to pull just a bit. Cepeda will be playing behind Willie Horton at first base. Gibson will work off the stretch. He does. And he pitches. Northrop swings, fly ball, left field. Brock waiting for it. Now coming in under the ball and makes the catch for the out. Northrop lied to left on the first pitch as he didn't get around in a Gibson fastball. The batter is Eddie Matthews. Matthews is hit against Gibson many, many times. Cepeda is still playing behind the runner at first. Outfield around to the right for Matthews. The pitch from Gibson. Swung on, fouled off the umpire's chest protector. Strike one. Matthews went up there swinging but didn't get it. We're in the bottom of the second inning. The Cardinals scored two in the first. One on a home run by Lou Brock, and the Cardinals lead the Tigers 2-0. And Matthews would like to tie it up. Horton the lead. The next delivery is inside and it pops out of the glove of McCarver. And it's one and one. Gibson wanted to know where that ball went. It was off the glove of McCarver and off the arm of the Cardinal catcher. A ball and a strike. 
Horton takes it shortly. Gibson delivers, and a fastball is fouled back, and Matthews had his best cut that time. He's in the hole, one and two. I would say for a fellow who has not been playing too much, he had two real good cuts there. He was out in front of the ball, had his pitch, but just couldn't make good contact. One ball, two strikes, Gibson delivers, and a line drive base hit in the left field. Fielded on one hop by Maris. Horton stops at second, and the Tigers have the tying runs on. Pitch and a foul back. He reached for a pitch and barely got a piece of it. It's still three and two. 
and three handers hanging tough against the hard-throwing Cardinal right-hander Bob Gibson. I know everyone would like to see Bill Freehan, especially the Tiger fans, and also the players on the Tiger. The longer he goes, the harder it is for him to get a base hit. Three and two of the count. Gibson has to continue to throw strikes or load them up. Here's the pitch, and it's strike call. Freehan called out on a fastball over the outside corner. That's Gibson's second strikeout. The runners stay at first and second. They're two gone, and Benny McLean is the batter. the strikeout in the first when he needed it. He fanned cash, and he got a big one when he got freehand, and he pitches to McLean on a high foul ball back and out of play. McLean had a cut at the first one. We're in the Tigers' second. Cardinals lead two to nothing, but Detroit has the tying runs on with two men out. McLean trying to help his own cause. He throws right, bats right, and he waits. Here it comes, and it's a pitch blown away. A breaking ball makes it one and one. And Gibson had a little grin on his face after that pitch. As if he thought he might have had the corner. It's a ball and a strike. The next delivery. High foul. Might stay in play near the stand. Cepeda's got a crack at it and catches the ball over his head. Almost overran it. The inning is over. The Tigers leave two on. McLean fouls to Cepeda at the end of two innings. St. Louis 2, Detroit nothing. And a Jason Jack Bucket Tiger Stadium. The Cardinals, two runs on three hits, no error. The Tigers, no runs on two hits and one error. We're going in the top half of the third inning. The first hitter for the Cardinals will be Kurt Flood. Jack? Flood grounded out to the right side his first time up after Brock had started the game with a home run. McLean pitches to the right-handed hitter and a base hit to right. There was a high pitch, and Flood went the other way and singled and picks up his fifth hit of the series. The rain increases in intensity just a bit as the third inning starts. The hitter, Roger Maritz. The base knock by Flood was the fourth Cardinal hit of the day. Seems like every time Denny gets that ball up, somebody hits a line drive. Maritz reached on an error his first time up as McLean dropped a throw at first base, and it cost the Tigers a run. Roger with one out of seven in the series now. Flood a lead. Here's the pitch and a foul out of play as Maris tried to go the other way that time. Tried to go in the left field with the ball and fouled it. Flood is fast down at first base, but Pee Wee, he's not really one of the best base runners or base stealers in the game for a fellow who possesses his speed. Now I would say that Kurt is very strong on going from first to third or from second to home, but as far as stealing bases, he cannot get the jump that a fellow like Brock can, or who can, to tell you the truth. Cash holds against Flood, and the pitch coming to Maris. It's up for a ball, one and one. It's raining harder now than it was. It's raining about as hard now as it was when they delayed the game for 35 minutes. And it's to the point now where the umpires probably could call this and hold it up for a while. The pitch coming. Swung on and a shot to right center by Maris. Dwarfrup going back. Gets there, makes the catch. Flood has to retrace his steps, get back to first. He does. He's there with one man out. Dwarfrup made a very strong throw from center field to try to get Flood. Flood had to make sure that he tucked second base on the way back because he had rounded the bag. Yes, he had. Jack Kirk thought that ball was in there. Northrop 
went a long way to get it. Flood had already rounded second. When he came back, he made sure he touched the bag. Northup threw the ball all the way to Cash, but the time he got to Cash, he was so far out there, he didn't have anything on it. So Pater, the hitter. Orlando struck out his first time up. He's three for 14 in the series. Right-handed batter. Flood at first, one out. The pitch. Swung on, popped up. That'll be the second out. It's a foul ball, and Norm Cash tracks it down. Tiger first baseman has it. Two men gone. Cepeda's is for two as he fouls out to Norm Cash. And the batter is Tim McCarver. Raining quite hard now, but it appears to me that they have their collective minds made up that this game is going to continue. Well, it's in the umpire's hand right now, and I think it's going to have to rain a lot harder than this for them to call a ball game. The umbrellas are up, and the people are seated. They want to see a ball game, and I believe they are. Runner at first, flood, two men out. McCarver, the batter, single his first time up. He has four out of 13 in the series. Flood a lead. Here's the pitch. Swung on and another base hit for McCarver into left center field. And it gets by and the run's going to score. It goes to the wall and Flood rounds third. He scores to make it three to nothing. McCarver going for three. He's in standing up with a triple. Tim McCarver with a two out triple here in the third inning makes it three to nothing. That's his second hit of the ball game. They say that the Carver hits left-handers better than he does right-handers. He's hit two line shots to left field, and that's where most of his power is. But yesterday, he had a real good pitch. It looked to me like the ball was about six inches off of the home plate, and he pulled it in the right field seat. That's his second triple for McCarver in the series. And Mike Shannon is the batter. He had an infield hit his first time up. McCarver at third, two out, three-nothing Cardinals. Curveball, ground ball, fair ball, another run is home. An extra base hit for Shannon into the corner. McCarver has scored, and Shannon has a stand-up double, and it's four to nothing. And there's that sidearm curveball we talked about, but this time, McLean did get it inside, Billy. Yes, he did, and I imagine it just about this time right now. The rain is coming down harder, and I'm sure that the Tigers and manager Mayo Smith coming out. I'm not too surprised if they'd like to see it rain a little bit harder. Yost Farma, a right-hander, is warming up down in the Tiger bullpen. Mayo Smith to the mound. McCarver with a two-out triple drove home the third run of the game here in this third inning. Then Shannon really lashed a curveball that was in on him. Hit it sharply between Matthews and the bag, fair by about a foot and down into the bullpen. And makes it four to nothing. And now the umpire at home, Bill Kenneman, goes out to see if he can hustle along the conference, which is now concluded, and McLean stays in the pitch two out of the air. There have been Six Cardinal hits in the ballgame. A home run, triple, and double included. Javier fanned his first time. He'll try to pick Shannon up off second base. The pitch from McLean. High fastball, ball one. We're in the third inning, and it's raining very hard now. It's raining as hard now as it has rained all day in Detroit. It's a 4-0 ballgame. McLean to the plate, a curve is outside, and that's ball two. Joe Sparma, a right-hander, is throwing in the bullpen, and he's ready if and when he's needed by Mayo Smith. McLean swings that pitching arm around to loosen up. Now delivers on two and all, oh, and a swing and a miss by out of the air. Two balls and a strike. The run driven in by Shannon was his second of the series. The one by McCarver was his fourth. And it 
The rain increases in intensity. Now the air awaits. The pitch coming. It's low and away, and that makes it three and one with Dal Maxville in the on-deck circle. The Cardinals two in the first, two in the third. Still batting here in the third. With a chance to get more. McLean working on Avier with a 3-1 count. He pitches. Curve. Outside. Ball four. He walks him. And that for McLean is his first walk of the ballgame. And now the umpires have called time. They huddle at the mound. They might hold the game up and put the cover on. They're going to... the Cardinals leading four to nothing here in the third inning and with men on at first and second and one out and McLean about to pitch to Maxville the plate umpire Bill Kinnaman called his fellow umpires there are five others they met at the mound he wanted to know if they agreed with him that the field should be covered they all nodded yes it's being covered and I agree up here don't you Billy? I would think so. I imagine the umpires right now. Of course, Bill Kinnaman behind home plate. He is the umpire in chief since he's behind home plate. And it's coming down quite hard right now. And what they're trying to do, they're trying to get that tarp on there before it rains too hard or too long, hoping that it will stop in a few minutes and they'll save the game. If they keep trying to play the game in this kind of rain, the field may get too wet and someone may get injured. So I think it was a wise, wise move, Jack. The rain caused this game to be held up for 35 minutes at the outset. And the field was covered all the while, that is the infield. So the tarp is wet. It'll take a little time for the ground crew to get the infield covered. But they should get it done before the playing field becomes treacherous. And when the rain abates, it's a good word, isn't it? We should be able to resume if it does let up. It's a good word, Jack. I don't know what it means. second base before he went down there Cheney's grabbed him said two out right and that's what there are the runner on at first base is Javier the batter will be down Maxville and the plate umpire Bill Kinnaman goes to the mound to talk to the new Tiger pitcher who is Joe Sparman they need a dry rosin bag and evidently that's the only thing that's holding up the resumption of the ball game at this point so it's Joe Sparma replacing Denny McClain, who had pitched two and two-thirds innings, allowed four runs, leaves two men on base. He'd be accountable for those. Six hits, he struck out three. He walked one. It's Sparma and Freehand forming the battery. Eddie Matthews at third. Stanley at short. McAuliffe at second. Cash at first. Orton in left. Center fielder Northrop. And the right fielder Al Kaline. A very light miss as the game continues. Farmer is announced to the crowd, hence the reaction. And Dal Maxville, who is also 10 in the series, is at the plate. He's a right-handed batter. Farmer, right-hander, will work off the stretch. His last delay was about an hour and 15 minutes. Cardinals lead 4-0, third inning. The pitch from Farmer to Maxville goes low for a ball. And this fourth game of the World Series is underway once more. It must go. 
One hour and 13 minutes was the delay. This game has to go through the fifth inning in order to be an official contest. Farmer with a one-ball count on Maxville delivers again. And it goes up and in, and that's ball two. In the on-deck circle is Bob Gibson. In this inning, the Cardinals have scored twice. They're two on, two out. It's a four-to-nothing ball game. Shannon leads off second, Javier off first. Cardinals have good speed on the base paths, and on two and all, Maxville swings and fouls it back. A good low pitch from Farmer. And it's two balls and a strike. Joe Schultz coaching at third base for St. Louis and Dick Sisler at first. Cardinal Bolt, the Tiger bullpen crew, stirs out in the left field corner. Maxville waiting, trying to add to the 4 nothing score. Sparma trying to get out of the jam he inherited, pitches. Swung on and a smash on one hop to McCullough. Knocks it down, throws to first, out. As Cash took it out of the dirt and the inning is over. A hard hit ball right at McCullough. The Cardinals lead two on. The Tigers bat in the third. The score, St. Louis four, Detroit nothing. All right, going in the bottom half of the third inning. Bob Gibson on the mound, taking his warm-up pitches to Tim McCarver. Bill Kinnaman gives the sand, let's play ball. Tim, Dick McCullough will be the first hitter, followed by Mickey Stanley and Al Keyline to tell you all about it. Jack Buck. McCullough grounded out in the first inning, and he is 5 out of 14 in the series. It's the top of the batting order. McCullough, Stanley, and Keyline coming up against Bob Gibson here in the bottom of the third inning. The Cardinal right-hander delivers, the left-handed batter fouls it back, and the Tiger third is underway. I think it's significant that the leadoff hitters are showing the way for both ball clubs in total hits. McCullough with five, Brock now with six. Little damp around the home plate area. McCullough takes a while to dig in, and now Gibson delivers, and it's a breaking ball which goes low inside, and it's one and one. McCarver behind the plate. An infield of Shannon, Maxville, Javier, and Cepeda. Brock in left, Flood in center, and Maris in right, and they play McCullough full. Hit a home run here yesterday. The pitch coming. It went low, and that's ball two, two and one. Every pitch, every out, every inning is now critical with the weather being what it is. And a four to nothing Cardinal lead. The next delivery to Dick McCullough. It's a strike and a hummer that time, two and two, and Gibson. Didn't appear to lose anything, Kiwi. Well, that removes all doubt in my mind right there, Jack. He has a real good fastball. He really blistered that one past McCall. Two balls, two strikes. And the next delivery on the way, and it swung on and missed, and he struck him out. So Gibson picks up right where he left off as he attempts to answer the big question right now, what will the rain delay do to him? Of course, if the contest goes the, dip, the distance, it might be a different story. The batter is Mickey Stanley, fouled out his first time. Right-handed batter with three out of 13 in the third. Straight-away hitter, according to the Cardinal outfield. They give him left center. The pitch coming. Outside, and a bit low, ball one. Every seat occupied once again, despite the rain. Gibson comes to the plate once more, and Stanley takes a ball. And that's ball two. Gibson had a physical look on his face and at the plate umpire. He falls behind 2-0. One out, nobody on. Third inning, 4-0. The Cardinals leading the Tigers. The pitch. Stanley taking all the way. Took a strike with the...
Putting on, third inning, four to nothing. The Cardinals leading the Tigers. The pitch. Stanley taking all the way. Took a strike with the score four nothing. The take sign was on, evidently. Tony Cuccinello coaching at third base and Wally Moses at first for the Tigers. Getting cooler here in Detroit. The next delivery. Mickey swings and misses. A high fastball. Left's two and two. Mickey Stanley has three hits in this series. Two off-spot hits. And he had 11 home runs during the regular season while batting 259 and patrolling center field in championship style. Two balls, two strikes to count to him. He's up in the front of the plate as the pitch comes from Gibson, and a strike is called. He's out of there. Mickey Stanley is called out on strikes, and Gibson now has four strikeouts in the ballgame. And he seems to be throwing harder now than he was at the outset of the game, too. Yes, he does, and I'm sure that Dick McAuliffe and Mickey Stanley will go along with that. And now the batter, Al Kaline, and a foul back on the first pitch onto the screen. Strike one. Kaline doubled in the right center his first time. Two out, nobody on. Third inning, four-nothing Cardinals. They've out hit the Tigers, 6-2. Kaline, a foul back out of play again once more, and it's strike two. Gibson, who has fanned the first two, is in a spot to strike out the side as he's owned two on K-Line. A very light miss, a steady miss falls at Tiger Stadium. Gibson into the windup, and here is his pitch, and it's low and away for a ball. You put a clock on Bob Gibson between pitches. If the hitter will let him, he'll go about eight or ten seconds between each pitch. Here's the next one to Al Kaline, and he swings and fouls another one back. New ball returned to the mound. Kaline steps out of the batter's box, knocks the dirt out of his spikes. Kaline gets set, and Gibson goes into the windup. The next pitch is high, and Kaline goes down as Gibson took a little something off that pitch. You don't see him changing speeds very often, Tiwi, but he tried to let up that time. No, you don't. And he was talking about Al Kaline the other day, that Al Kaline looks for a curveball with men on. The 2-2 is a line drive. Left field corner. Foul ball. Foul ball by a foot. And Kaline just missed his second double of the ball game. He just did what you just said, baby. He was waiting for the breaking ball. Gibson got it up and in. Kaline fell back and ripped it. But a curve foul by about a foot. And it's still 2-2. Well, it's nice to see a fellow like Al Kaline who waited so long to get in this series. You just kind of halfway pull for him to have a real fine series. Gibson goes to work again, and the pitch is on the way, and it's low for a ball, ball three. Four to nothing, the Cardinals lead. Two out, nobody on. Kaline the batter, cash on deck. In the bottom of the third inning, and the pitch is on the way from Gibson to Kaline, and a ground ball to short to the left of Maxwell. Base hit in the center field. Kaline has his second hit of the day. Makes the turn at first. He's grounded one in the center, and he's two for two. Cash comes up with a man on. That's the third base hit off of Bob Gibson, and now Kaline has two of them, a single and a double. Eddie Matthews has the other, a single. Cash struck out his first time up. The Tiger first baseman, a left-handed batter. They play him to pull. He blasted 25 home runs this year. He waits deep in the batter's box. The pitch on the way, and it's a strike call in the outside corner. Gibson cuts the ball away from the southpaw swinger and gets out in front. Gibson checks the runner. Here's the pitch. Cash takes it low, one and one. With a 4-0 lead, 
The Patriots can afford to play behind the runner at first base, which he's doing. Two men out, guarding against the left-handed batter, Cash. The 1-1 delivery. From Gibson to Cash is on the way, and it's swung on and a line drive, caught by Cepeda in foul territory, and the inning is over. Cash fouled out to Cepeda. Tigers lead one at the end of three. The Cardinals lead Detroit four to nothing. Joe Farmer, who finished the third inning, retiring one man, will pitch the fourth to the Cardinals with Bob Gibson leading off. The Cardinals about hit the Tigers six to three. Cardinal fans and Tiger fans applaud Bob Gibson as he comes up. The score is four to nothing. St. Louis over Detroit as we start the fourth inning. And Timmy Reese will tell you all about it. Okay, Jack, thank you very much. Joe Farmer. Getting any signs from Bill Freehand. We're in the top half of the fourth inning at Tiger City, and it is dark. A curveball high, ball one. Kenny McLean started for the Tigers. He went two and two-thirds innings. Gave up four runs, six hits, and struck out three. The one and all pitch to Gibson. Foul, straight back. Tigers prepare two pitchers in their bullpen. Left-hander John Miller, right-hander Darrell Patterson are up and throwing. Wouldn't be a bit surprised to see Mayo Smith use quite a few pitches today trying to get back in this ball game. Every opportunity, I'm sure you put a pinch hitter in for the pitcher. The one-on-one -one pitch to Bob Gibson. A fat ball in there. A foul strike two. Joe Farmer, as I said before, if he has control, he is a tough pitcher. Got a real good fastball, good breaking ball. Here's the pitch. Curveball. Hit out in the left field. That ball could be gone. It's a home run for Bob Gibson. He can do it all. Bob Gibson just hit a home run in the left field seat. He did not hit one during the season. Here he has hit one in the World Series. He hit one in the World Series last year. Lou Brooks, look out. Yes, we're still here. We lost our producer, Mr. Lynn Dillon. <laughs> there was a foul ball came right back in our booth, and it was hit hard by Lou Brock. One strike on him. There's a ball hit off the left over our head. Makes the count, no, ball, no balls and two strikes. We're in the top half of the fourth inning, and the Cardinals lead in this ball game by a score of five to nothing. They scored two in the first, two in the third, and they've scored one here in the top half of the fourth inning on Bob Gibson's home run. Lou Brock hit a home run in the first inning. Pass ball, hand inside, ball one. The Tigers have three hits. They have no runs. Al Kalin has two of the three hits. The one in new pitch. Lou Brock, that ball was hit hard out in the right center. No one's going to catch up with that ball. It's going to be right off the 415 foot sign. Here comes Brock. Brown in second. They better hurry it in. He may go all the way. The McCullough, the cutoff man out in center field, throws the ball to Bill Freehand, and Brock holds on it there with a stand-up triple. seconds for station identification. Along with Dewey Reese, Tiger Stadium, Lou Brock is just tripled, and that brought Mayo Smith out of the dugout. He calls for a right-hander, Darrell Patterson, and we told you he was warming up. He comes in out of the bullpen to pitch to Kirk Flood with a runner at third base. There's nobody out in the inning. Gibson started it with a home run. 
And oddly, Felice Farmer was ahead of both hitters with a one-ball, two-strike count. But he lost Gibson with a home run and Brock with the triple. Well, the 52 to Gibson was a high curveball, and Bob looked like he kind of jumped at the ball. And as you said, Gibson is not a bad hitter for a pitcher. Has good power. Joe Farmer leaving the ball game. Darrell Patterson, who looked so sharp yesterday, he's a young pitcher. Goes right-handed. Has an exceptional fastball. Good curveball. And one of the young pitchers we were talking about during the rainout that the Tigers have in that bullpen. Mayo Smith now leading, and Darrell Patterson taking his warm-up pitches. Kurt Butt will be the next hitter, and Roger Maris on deck. Patterson was one of five pitchers used yesterday by the Tigers. He pitched one inning, allowed no runs, no hits, struck out none, and walked none, and looked very sharp. But then, with the Tigers trailing in the game, Mayo Smith had to derrick him in a hurry for a pinch hitter. And so we saw Patterson only briefly. His record for the year, two and three, in relief, and a 2.12 earned run average which is quite good for a pitcher coming in out of the bullpen, which Patterson did almost exclusively for the Tigers. The Tiger infield will be in with Detroit trailing 5-0. They can ill afford any more runs. And so we find Matthews, Stanley, McAuliffe, and Cash playing in, ready for Patterson to pitch to Kurt Flood. Lou Brock was looking over his shoulder as he went in third base standing up to see if he had a chance to come all the way, but with nobody out, there was little chance of Joe Schultz waving him home. And in addition... The Tiger relay was well handled. Yes, it was. And as you say, Brock was looking over his shoulder at the second baseman, McDonald, out there to take that relay. And if it had been just a little bit off, you better believe he would have come on in. Kurt Flood's the hitter. Darrell Patterson, new pitcher, in relief of Joe Sponner on at third base, and Luke Brock. Five to nothing. Cardinals over the Tigers. The first pitch, the fastball, foul straight back, strike one. What a series. Lou Brock is having. He's had seven hits. Had two home runs. A triple. He has six stolen bases. Good fastball. Far and miss strike two. Brock, seven for 14. Two is a count on Kurt Flood. The infield is in. The outfield not too deep on Kurt Flood. Fastball too high. One ball and two strikes. Remember tomorrow, the fifth game will be played right here in Tiger Stadium if we ever get this one in. We must play five innings. One ball, two strikes on Kurt Flood. Roger Maris in the on-deck circle. Patterson, Seth, Flood, foul straight back. And a count remains, one ball and two strikes. And you can see the respect that this pitching staff has for Lou Brock's speed. Patterson is not taking his windup. He is coming set. And Brock, I understand, never tries to steal home by his own admission. Two balls, two strikes on Kurt Flood. And it started to rain again. And of course, the Detroit fans would like to see it downpour. Here's the pitch. 
First blood popped it up out in the right field. Al Kaline underneath it, tagging up at third base is Lou Brock. Here he comes, but he decides to hold up there. Kaline throws it on the money. to Bill Freehan to hold Brock at third. I just wonder what would have happened if there would have been one out. I imagine Brock would have come in. And if he had of, I think he would have been out. That was a perfect throw by Al Kaline. Roger Maris is a hitter. It's one away. Brock still a third. The infielder still pulled in. The pitch to Patterson. Foul ball down the right field line. And this has been a miserable day. It is raining harder now. And I'm sure that these Cardinals would like to get out. They must play five innings. One strike on Roger Maris. Lou Brock taking a sharp lead at third base. Up another step. Patterson looks at him. Here's the pitch. Foul straight back to Maris. Two strikes. back into Bill Freehand's hands. And the crowd gives him a nice round of applause. Third base, Brock. Crowd, crowd cheering for rain here in Detroit, isn't it? The 0-2 pitch. It's popped up. Non-pass going over. Bill Freehand over there in front of Cash. Look out. They dropped the ball. just about ready to come in. Still two strikes on Roger Merritt. We're in the top half of the fourth inning. Patterson checks Brock. That ball low and outside. Bill Freehand was given an error. On that top fly he just dropped. One ball, two strikes on Roger Merritt. Patterson looks at Brock. Here's the pitch. Curveball just missed. Makes the count two and two. 53,634 fans here today. And I believe they're all still here. Two balls, two strikes on Roger Merritt. Bill Freehand giving the sign. Patterson, he's ready. That ball outside. Ball three. Cardinals scored two in the first, two in the third, and they have scored one here in the top half of the fourth inning on Bob Gibson's home run. Yes, sir. Bob Gibson. Mickey Lolich of the Tigers had a home run in the second game in St. Louis. 
As a ground ball to McAuliffe, here comes Brock. And Brock, with that big jump, McAuliffe started to throw home, and he saw where Brock was and just let him go. And he threw out Roger Maris in first base. So the Cardinals come up with another run. They now lead 6 to nothing. It's two away, and that brings up Orlando Cepeda. And Maris gets his first run batted in in the series. Going into this game, he was 3 for 13. He hit a home run yesterday. Today, he struck out and popped up to Norm Cash at first base. 0 for 2 today. Darrell Pettit, the pitch. Curveball and a daddy in there for call strike one. That bold sense of his, that bat felt high. It's low and inside, ball one. Darrell Patterson in relief of Joe Farmer. That ball, too high, two balls and one strike. Farmer pitched one third inning. Gave up two runs on two hits. Didn't strike out anyone. And didn't walk anyone. The two and one pitch to Cepeda. Foul back. And the count remains two and two. Jack, what do you think of this young fellow out here on the mound? Well, he really challenges the hitters. That's obvious. And he made some real good pitches to Roger Maris. He got a bad break when the ball came up as McAuliffe was about to field it. Otherwise, Dick might have had a play at the plate on Lou Drock. He has retired both Flood and Maris. He's right with Cepeda. Two balls, two strikes on Cepeda. Here's the pitch. Inside, ball three. Fans here are doing a verbal rain dance, Steve. <laughs> and the Cardinal players, they're standing out in front of the dugout as if it is not raining. <laughs> three and two pitch to Cepeda. A fastball that may have been a ball, but he went for it and fouled straight back. Three and two, as it still rains here in the top half of the fourth inning. The Cardinals leading six to nothing in the fourth game of the World Series. They could make it three games to one today. The Tigers have no runs on three hits. That pitch is high and inside. Ball four. to Patterson and Bill Pittman, the umpire behind home plate, and Doug Harvey at first base. They may be thinking that uh, they're trying to stall a little bit, and Mayo Smith is going to have something to say to Bill Pittman. And Mayo Smith is probably saying, you mean to tell me my first baseman can't go in and talk to my pitcher? And it probably was a very simple thing, like... With two out, he probably wanted to tell Patterson, I'm not going to hold him on. So don't throw over there. And the Tigers don't appreciate the fact that they're not allowed even a slight conference on the mound because as soon as Cash went to the mound, the first base umpire, Doug Harvey, followed him 
And then he was joined by Bill Kinnaman at the moment. I don't blame him for getting there yet. I don't either. Anything now that the Tigers do, it'll look like to some people that they're stalling. But he had a legitimate reason to go. There goes Cepeda. Bill Freehand did not see him go. Did they get him? They got him. Orlando Cepeda caught stealing. And that's all for the Cardinals here in the top half of the fourth inning. After three and a half innings of play, St. Louis, six, Detroit, nothing. And the Cardinals now have a 6-0 lead as we go into the home half of the fourth inning here at Detroit. Billy Reese alongside, I'm Jack Buck. It's still raining here in the ballpark. Willie Horton will lead off. Northrop and Matthews will follow. As we indicated at the outset of the game, the Tigers have hitting up and down the lineup. And they need some fireworks here in the fourth inning to get back into the contest. Thank you, Jack. Willie Horton, the first hitter in the series. He's 2 for 9. Has one home run, one run better than. On the year. He batted 285, had 36 home runs. He has power. Bob Gibson's first pitch choice. A breaking pitch low and outside, ball one. The Cardinals have six runs on eight hits that made no errors. The Tigers, no runs on three hits and they've made two miscues. We're in the bottom half of the fourth inning. And it is still raining. Misty. Bob Gibson all the way for the Cardinals. That ball high, ball two. For the Tigers, McLean started. He went two and two-thirds innings, gave up four runs, six hits, struck out three, and walked one. Farmer came on, one-third of innings, two runs, two hits, no strikeouts and no walks. Darrell Patterson's in there right now. Bob Gibson, two balls, no strikes on Willie Hart. Here's the pitch. That ball in there, call strike one. Willie did not like the call. First base for the Cardinals, Cepeda. Second base, Javier. Shortstop, Maxwell. Mike Shannon at third. Brock in left. Flood in center. Roger Maris still in right field. McCarver doing the catching and Bob Gibson ready to pitch. Clean on it. Strike two. And he had something on that one. He started hard. That was a big league pitch and a big league swing. No wonder he hits the home runs that he does. 36 during the regular season for Horton. He wants the rosin back. Well, now, this is what I was talking about, Jack. Anytime... He wants a towel. wants a towel. A player will do something like this. Mr. Kinnaman, the umpire, back a home plate. You're going to have something to say. Gibson, meanwhile, glaring over into the Tiger dugout. Willie Horton went over to get a towel, and now he's in the dugout. He might be... Changing bats, I know not what. He's drying uh, the business end of the bat as well as the bat handle and now comes back out. Now earlier, uh, Philippe, oh, what the heck. You're down two games to one, you're down six nothing in the ball game. If you can get rain out, we'll get rain out. You can't blame him, Jack. Can't blame him. I've seen umpires, though. If you do a little stalling like this, they would play in a snow star to get that game in, I'll tell you. Yes, it might be reflected later on when other decisions are to be made. Two balls, two strikes on Willie Harden. Bob Gibson's pitch. Ballard straight back. And the count remains two and two. If Willie goes over to get that towel now, we may see a little action. Bottom half the fourth inning. 
Willie Hartman, the hitter. He'll be followed by Jim Northup and Eddie Matthews. Here's the pitch. Chuck him out. So Willie Hartman did take a little time, hoping that the range will come. Struck out, and that's the fifth strikeout for Bob Gibson. Jim Northup. That ball outside, ball one. And one thing you can't accuse Bob Gibson of is hurrying up because he pitches like this all the time. Ball two. The fourth game of the 1968 World Series. Nostrup taking all the way. It's in there. But call strike one. One away. Nostrup has one for 12 coming into today's game. There's a foul off the left. Makes the count two and two. Nostrup today slide out to left field, so he's one for 13 in the series. Had a good year. Batted 264, 21 home runs, 90 wins batted in. The two and two pitch by Bob Gibson. Another foul off the left. Mike Shannon going over but cannot reach it. And Northup has to go back to the bat rack. He has just broken his bat. But I will say that he ran over there. Field fans are really organized here with their rain chants, see me? <laughs> They're doing a good job of it, it's still raining. One away. Two balls, two strikes on Jim Northup. Bob Gibson staring down at his catcher, McCarver. Here's the pitch. Outside, ball three. Here's the pitch. There's a ball hit hard out in the right field. That ball could be gone. It's in the upper deck, a home run for Jim Martin. Two high ball two. 
say it again. Eddie Matthews has not been playing lately. Certainly stood up at that play. The two and two pitch. Foul tip. Count remains two and two. Eddie Matthews, six feet, one inch tall, 195 pounds, 36 years old. Three balls, two strikes on Eddie Matthews. It's one away. The Tigers have finally scored a run off Bob Gibson. Here's the pitch. Down ball. Out to Javier second. Up with the ball. Flips the ball over to Cepeda. And that's all for Eddie Matthews. did not affect his swing, but it sure looked like it affected his running speed. Bill Freehan, still out in front of that curveball. Strike one. Swings right through the pitch. Two away. Bottom half the fourth inning. Bob Gibson. That ball. Come on. Foul straight back. Strike two. on Bill Freehand. He does not have a hit in the series. Little tap foul down a third baseline. He was 0 for 9 coming in this game. And the day in the third inning or the second inning he struck out. And Gibson's on top of it now. No balls and two strikes. Here's the pitch. That ball too high. Takes the guy one ball and two strikes as Gibson. Tried to get freehand to go fishing. Cardinals six runs on eight hits. The Tigers one run on four hits. The one and two pitch. That's foul back. One ball, two strikes on freehand. Gibson's pitch. Way out in front of home plate. Freehand as the ball bounced in the dirt and wants the umpire to look at it. He does. It's all right. The count is two and two. We have a pitcher warming up for the Tigers, Fred Lasher. Mayo Smith, if Freehand gets on, may use a pinch hitter. He went around. He stuck it out. And that's all for Bill Freehand. That's all for the Tigers in the bottom half of the fourth inning. But they came up with one big run. The Cardinals lead after four innings of play. To one. Two seconds. We're back here at Tigers Stadium. We go into the fifth inning. The Cardinals, six runs, eight hits, no errors. The Tigers, one run, four hits, and two errors. One of the errors hurt, cost a run. The other did not. Tim McCarver leads off against Darrell Patterson, who pitched the fourth inning in relief of Joe Sparma. A six to one St. Louis lead, and here again is Tui Reed. Okay, Jack, Tim McCarver. Back up there again after he was up there in the fourth inning as Cepeda was thrown out trying to put a delayed steal on Bill Freehand. The first pitch to McCarver. Pass ball, too high, ball one. McCarver, three for 12 going into today's game with a triple. 
And a home run, three runs batted in. What's he done today? Two for two. A single in the first inning and a triple in the third inning. Fastball, high and outside. Ball two. Fred Lasher, who was warming up in the bullpen for the Tigers, is now back undercover as they're going with Darrell Patterson. Fastball just got the outside corner. Strike one. As we told you last in the last inning, with Freehan being the eighth place hitter today, if he got on there, I wouldn't have been a bit surprised if Mayo Smith would have put a pinch hitter in there. The Carver fouls one right back off to our left. The count is two and two. I don't believe it's raining as hard now, Jack. Well, the mist uh, continues to fall, but we don't have the heavy rain that we had earlier. Two balls, two strikes on the collar. Darrell Patterson. Taking a little time. Shakes his head, and he's ready. Here's the pitch. And it's fouled straight back. Over our head. Count remains two and two. Don't forget tomorrow. It could be the fifth game of the World Series right here at Tiger Stadium. Game time, 1 o'clock. We come on the air at 12.45. Hope you can be with us. Curveball just missed, and the count is 3-2. and two. McCarver has two base hits, both to left field. Three balls, two strikes. Here's the pitch. There's a ball hit out to left field, but that should be caught. Jim Northup coming in. Willie Horton, look out. Jim Northup calls for it and takes it. So out number one. So Darrell Patterson continues to look good for the Tigers here. As they go in the top past the fifth inning, one away, Mike Shannon. Having a good series. He's 6 for 14. As the ball hit hard out in the left field. Willie Harton right there underneath it and takes it. He dropped the ball. He dropped it. And Dick Sissler at first base. Let's see what happens. The umpire out in left field. That's Jim Hanachick said that Willie Harton had possession of the ball, that he was taking the ball out of his glove to throw it back into the infield. And Dick Sisler almost tackled Mike Shannon to get him back on the bag, but it's two away. Javier is a hitter. A curveball, low and outside, ball one. now. The Tigers have not looked like themselves in this series. The one and old pitch. Javier fouls it off. One ball and one strike. Looked like Javier on that pitch was just trying to make it out. One ball, one strike on Javier. Here's the pitch. Curveball. Hit back through the middle. Mickey Stanley cannot catch up to it. 
Got in the center field for a base hit for Javier. First base hit for Javier today. He struck out in the first, walked in the third. That brings up Dal Maxwell, who has not had a hit in the series. It's two away. He is 0 for 11. But he's done a fine job at shortstop. There goes Javier, who throws the ball to Mr. Stanley, and they peg him out. So, the Cardinals score here in the top half the fifth inning so after four and a half innings of play it's the Cardinals lead six to one we're having a little meeting at home play you know why and I know why now they criticized the Tigers when they when Norm Cash came in to say something to the pitcher to tell him that he's going to be in back of the base runner and Javier on that last pitch standing on first base just took out for second of course they threw him out at second base and the umpires are now warning both managers not to stall. Now we have another uh, little item going with regard to the sleeve of Bob Gibson's uh, undershirt. Evidently the Tigers complained that it was flapping a little bit and distracting them. And the umpires have now made Gibson pull the sleeve up past the elbow and tighten it so as not to be a distracting factor to the hitter. Earlier, when Cepeda was thrown out, you couldn't say for sure that he did it intentionally because Orlando does do a lot of running. It was a close play at second base, but when Javier just walked off first and was thrown out trying to steal, the umpire said, well, let's put a stop to that. The Cardinals, of course, want to get this last half inning in to make it an official game. They lead in the game 6-1. to one. The umpires do not want them to make a travesty of the contest, and they have warned both managers trying to read Cheney's lips uh, down there Pee Wee when he's talking to the umpire he seemed to say well I didn't tell Javier to go he did it on his own but I think he was representing the Cardinals nonetheless don't you? Well he had mentioned it about Javier on a high fastball it looked like that he was just trying to foul out after he got himself a base hit he just took off the second well, Patterson worked uh, two innings and being lifted now for the pinch hitter, Jim Price. Patterson worked two innings. He allowed no runs, one hit. He struck out none. He walked one. Fred Lasher will be their fourth pitcher for the Tigers. And Jim Price leads off in the Detroit fifth inning. Well, as we talked about, the Tigers, this game must go five innings. Since they're trailing, Bob Gibson's first pitch to Price is in there for call strike one. The Tigers trail six to one when the bottom half of the inning. If they get this inning in, it's an official game. Another fastball. Price taking in there for call strike two. Dick McCollum in the on deck circle. Gibson quickly gets on top of Jim Price, pinch hitting for Darrell Patterson, who looks good for the Tigers as he did yesterday. Another fastball. He took all three of them. And Jim, you have no more. Jim Price, batting for Darrell Patterson, takes three fastballs. For Gibson, seven strikeout. That brings up Dick McCollum. 
Gibson's first pitch to him. Nothing but fastball, nothing but strikes for Gibson as he wants to get this inning in. The Cardinals in the dugout are all out on the first step, out in the rain. A curveball inside, and Gibson is unhappy with himself because he didn't throw a strike. McAuliffe having a good series. He was 5 for 13 going into today's game with three runs batted in. Here's the pitch. That ball, low and outside, ball two. Today, he's 0 for 2. And McAuliffe wants the umpire, Bill Kinnaman, to look at it. He said it's all right. And we're ready to start. Gibson right back up on that rubber. McCarver giving his sign rather quickly. It popped up. McCarver did not see it at first. Here he comes back. You may have heard it on top of our roof. Series five of Gibson's seven strikeouts have come after the rain delay and resumption of play. So it's rather obvious that he didn't lose anything because of the delay. Although it might sell later on. Well, we punched holes in that, hadn't we, Jackson? I think you knew it anyway. Two balls, two strikes on Dick McCullough. Here's the pitch. A fastball just missed outside the full count, three and two. One away when the bottom half of the fifth inning. The Cardinals lead six to one over the Tigers. Of course, the lights are on. It's raining harder. It's a dark, miserable day. He went around. Foul tip. And that's all for McCullough. As McCullough caught the ball. And that's the eighth strikeout for Gibson. And that brings up Mickey Stanley. for two today. Hopped up to the first baseman and struck out in the third inning. Gibson, fastball in there for call strike one. Gibson knowing that the Tigers will be taking that first pitch. Still hoping for that downpour of rain. Here he is. Curveball too low. Makes the count one ball and one strike. Gibson kind of loosening his arm up like it may be bobbing a little bit. A one-and-one one pitch. Outside ball two. I noticed that uh, after the rain delay period that Gibson has done that maybe half dozen times, swinging the pitching arm around between pitches. As if his throwing arm does bother him a little bit. Gibson has given up four hits. One run and a home run by Jim Nossum. Then two home runs by the Cardinals. Gibson and Lou Brock. That pitch is too low. The count is now three balls and one strike. Sanders, he checks with his coach, Tony Cucinella, at third base. Don't be surprised if you'll be taking this pitch. Hoping to get another man up there in this fifth inning. He fouled off. He went for it. McCarver going over has no chance. And the count is three and two. rain awfully hard from the call the game right now before this inning ends I'm sure the three and two pitch on its way there's the ball hit hard out into center field Kirk Love going back he's underneath it and takes it for the third out and that's all for Stanley and that's all for the Tigers here in the bottom half of the fifth inning after five four innings St. Louis six and the one
Eagles are 6-9-0, and, oh, and the Tigers' totals are 1-4-2. and two. Into the ball game, following McLean, Farmer, and Patterson to the mound is Fred Lasher, who's making his first series appearance. This right-hander is 6-4, 215-pounder from Janesville, Wisconsin. And it'll be Maxwell, Gibson, and Brock in the Cardinals' sixth inning. The drizzle continues to stay with us. Would appear to be that the remainder of this ball game might be played in this very weather we are enjoying right now. But Jack, I'm afraid if it doesn't rain any harder than this, we may keep playing too. It's going to have to rain a little bit harder than it is right now for these umpires to call this ball game. It's an official ball game, as Jack told you. The Cardinals lead six to one. Dow Maxwell is the hitter. He'll be followed by Bob Gibson and Lou Brock. Fred Lash is a new pitcher for the Tigers. He's a submarine pitcher. Fastball. Dow, straight back, strike one. Maxwell, who does not have a hit in this series, has hit the ball pretty hard. Last time up, the well-hit ball at McCullough. McLean started for the Tigers, then Farmer, Patterson, and now Fred Lasher. A cut-on curveball curve in there for call strike two. McLean went only two and two-thirds innings, gave up four runs. On six hits, struck out three and walked one. Farmer went one-third of an inning, gave up two runs on two hits, didn't strike out any one and didn't walk any one. Started, checks his swing, Maxwell did. The pitch was a little too high. One ball and two strikes. Patterson looked real sharp. He went two innings. Didn't give up a run. Only one hit. Walked one man, didn't track out anyone. They just call ball two because Lasher put his fingers to his mouth. Makes it a two-two count. He didn't have to put his fingers to his mouth today. He just hold the ball out. It'll get wet. Two and two is the count as he struck out Dow Maxwell here leading off the top half of the sixth inning. That's the first strikeout for Lasher. Throws the first and they get Bob Gibson. A good play by Fred Lasher. That ball was popped down the third baseline. Eddie Matthews came in. Lasher picked the ball up barehanded. The only chance he had if he did pick it up barehanded. And threw Gibson out going down the first baseline. So it's two away. And that brings up Mr. Brock. Home run in the first inning. And grounded out the second. He tripled in the fourth. Two for three. Seven for 14 in the series. Two away. Lashes first pitch to him. Ball hit out the shortstop. Stanley up with the ball. Over to Norm Cash. And that ball for Lou Brock. And the Cardinals one down. One, two, three. So after five and a half innings of play, St. Louis still six. And Detroit still one. As we continue here at Tiger Stadium and go into the Detroit sixth inning, some dry sand is being spread around the home plate. 
area, and the area of the pitching mound is Bob Gibson. Gets ready to pitch to K-Line Cash and Horton. If anybody gets down, Northrop will come up. Northrop has provided the only Tiger run with a homer. He came in the fourth. The Tigers have one run on four hits. They've made two errors. The Cardinals six runs, nine hits, no errors. St. Louis has two home runs. Brock to start the game, and Gibson with the bases empty in the fourth inning. Tomorrow, game time again will be 1 o'clock and broadcast time 12.45 Eastern Daylight Time. Riles and Lolich will mix it up tomorrow and Mickey Lolich, the Tiger left-hander, got much the better of it last Thursday afternoon in St. Louis. And he really impressed the Cardinal hitters, Pee-wee, with his fine slider. Yes, I was talking to Mayo about it this morning and he was very much impressed the way Lolich pitched and I would say that he better pitch well tomorrow or it will be all over with, it looks like. He did have a very good breaking ball. Nelson Bow will be going for the Cardinals. And the infield, the pitches now, and around home plate, is getting a little bit stamped. Got a big kick out of McCarver there as one of the groundskeeper was throwing sand around home plate. He acted as if he was gonna throw the sand on McCarver, and McCarver jumped back. Fans got a big laugh out of it. Now Kaline gets a nice hand. The first pitch to Gibson is low, ball one. The Tigers have four hits, and this fellow right here has two of them. A double in the first and a single in the third. Foul is straight back. One ball and one strike on Al Kaline. played in 2,095 American League games for the Tigers. Ball is too low. Ball two. And that's fourth in Tiger history, right behind fellows like Ty Cobb, Charlie Geringer, and Sam Crawford. He is the all-time Tiger home run leader with 314. The two-and-one pitch. Swung on and missed track two. bat off. Kaline hit 368 from August 22nd until the end of the season. Came in this series with a hot bat. Line drive right at Maxwell. He had two for two when he hit that one went on the nose. Had a great series Al has. And this brings up Norm Cash. He done today, he struck out and popped up. 0 for 2. In the series, Norm was 3 for 12 coming into today's game. He has one home run. One run batted in. One ball, no strike, Tony. McCarver give him the sign. Gibson. That ball's popped up. Down at third base in fair territory. Mike Shannon underneath it and takes it for out number three. Gibson just sailing along now. We're in the bottom half of the sixth inning. Willie Hart. He's walked and struck out. 
He's two for ten. Had a real good ripple. Had a low breaking bit, but no contact. One strike on him, two away. ready and so is Bob Gibson. Here's the pitch. Low and outside, ball two. Gibson is the only pitcher in series history who has pitched six consecutive complete game victories. Looking for his seventh one. He looks good right now. And Horton swung right through a fastball. One ball and two strikes on Willie Horton. say that this fellow would have to be one of the real fine competitors in sports. Bob Gibson. The ball is popped up, but Harvard yanks that mask off. Here he comes back on the screen. In the seven games that Gibson has pitched in, here's how his strikeouts have gone. Nine in the first, 13, then nine, then 10, then six, then 10, then 17. In the first game over in St. Louis to set an all-time series record. He started, Willie Harton did, and checked his swing at two and two. The 10-2 pitch. He struck him out. And that's the ninth strikeout for Bob Gibson, and that's all for the Tigers in the bottom half of the sixth inning. And the score after six full innings, St. Louis, six, Detroit, one. We're going to the top half of the seventh inning. Kurt Foote will be the first hitter. He'll be followed by Roger Maris and Orlando Cepeda. And Jack Buck, you sure you want me to do these next three innings? <laughs> <laughs> Jack, I've never talked so much. We've been out here for about four hours, do <laughs> we? Well, Jack, it's a pleasure working with you, so come on back in here. Okay, Bill, we've gone to the late stages of the game, the seventh inning. Cardinals 6-9-0, and Detroit 1-4-2, and Flood leads off 1-3, for three, a single and a run scored. He's had five out of 14 in the series, the right-handed batter facing Fred Lasher, the right-hander who pitched a perfect sixth inning. He delivers and a swing and a miss on the submarine-type pitch, which reminds us of Ted Abernathy of the Cincinnati Ball Club. Very few with the pitching style employed by Lasher who's the fourth Detroit hurler of the day. A pitch coming, and Flood takes it high. That was a fastball, one and one. The Cardinals scored two in the first. Brock Homer Shannon drove in the other run. In the second, RBIs by McCarver and Shannon made it four to nothing. Gibson drove in a run with a home run in the fourth. Flood swings and pops it up in the infield. That'll be the first out of the seventh inning. Mickey Stanley, the shortstop, at the edge of the grass, makes the catch for the out. After Gibson hit the home run in the fourth, Infield out by Maris made the score 6 nothing, and Jim Northrup homered in the fourth for the only Tiger run. Feline has two hits, Northrup one, and the other, Eddie Matthews. Maris bats with the bases empty and one out. Straight call as Lasher gets out in front, and Fred is retired four men in a row. Maris is 0 for 3. He scored a run after reaching on an error, and he drove in a run with an infield out. Left-handed batter takes the pitch low. One ball, one strike. Mm -hmm. 
Outfield about straight away for Maris. The pitch on the way from Lasher, and it swung on and popped up on the infield into short center. McAuliffe goes out and calls for it. Northrop comes in, but McAuliffe makes the catch, and there are two out. And now Lasher has retired five men in a row. And the young man from Janesville, Wisconsin, making his first series appearance is unimpressive. There are two out, and the batter is the pettit. Orlando's 0 for 2 with a walk. He struck out, fouled out, walked, was out stealing. And the pitch comes to him. It's the strike called, and Lasher is just playing good stuff here today. Still raining, very dark, lights on, as they have been throughout the game. The next one is over but low, and it's 1 and 1. Cepedo got his first World Series homer ever here yesterday with two men on is at the plate with the bases empty now. The 1-1 delivery on the way. Swung on and a base hit in the left through the hole past Stanley. And Cepedo gets his first hit of the day in the Cardinals' 10th hit of the afternoon. Last year had set down five in a row before Cepedo got the hit that brings up McCarver. McCarver was two out of three, a run scored, a run batted in. Is five out of 15 for the series. And he has caught each of the games, as has Bill Freehan of the Tigers. Six to one, St. Louis leading, seventh inning. Cepeda with the lead. And the pitch to McCarver is outside, dropped by Freehan, but no play as Cepeda did not go. Norm Cash at first base is playing behind the runner. Lasher gets set and delivers. McCarver takes it outside, and that's ball two. Cepeda will not hesitate to steal. And though he was thrown out stealing in the fourth inning, it wouldn't be surprising to see him go again as Lasher is paying little attention to him, Cash playing behind the runner. The pitch. Swing and a miss by McCarver. And 2-0, and oh, a swinging strike. This year, Cepeda stole eight bases. Last year, he swiped 11. They'll fool you on those base paths. The pitch to McCarver swung on and popped up. So last year will be out of this inning. McAuliffe calls for it. Now Northrop from center field comes in and makes the catch. McCarver flied to center. The Cardinals leave a man on. Seventh inning stretch time at Tiger Stadium. The score, St. Louis 6, Detroit 1. Bob Gibson goes to the mound. He has retired eight men in a row. He'll take on Northrop, Matthews, and Freehan with Fred Lasher due to bat fourth in the inning. And John Hiller, a left-hander, starts to warm up in the Tiger bullpen. A few fans have left, see we? Good many more braving the elements, sticking it out in a 6-1 to one Cardinal lead in the seventh inning. Well, I would say, Jack, that it's been remarkable that the fans, especially the ones sitting out there in the rain, to stay with us this long. But talking about fans this is a great town jack it's a great sports town it drew over two million people here this year and it's always great to see a town like detroit win a pennant and they certainly deserve it gibson pitching to northrop swung on and grounded to first a big hop to cepeda and unassisted out one gone in the tiger seventh 
Northrop, who has provided the only Tiger run with a homer in the fourth inning, jumped on the first one and grounded to Cepeda. And Gibson has retired nine men in a row. Matthews, who has one of the four Detroit hits. He singled in the second, grounded out in the fourth. A left-handed batter playing third base today. And the ball. In the late stages of his career, we saw Matthews play the outfield and first base as well. He's had a great career. The pitch coming, the left-handed batter takes it outside, ball two. In the ball game, Bob Gibson has fanned nine and walked one. Allowed four hits. Six to one, St. Louis leading. Seventh inning. And the ball low, ball three. Eddie Matthews with a three-nothing count. Ball four, he's on. Gibson has walked his second man and the Tiger fans cheer. about that pitch with the plate umpires. The batter is still freehand. It was all for 11. Freehand. He batted 263 during the season, looking for his first hit in the series. In there, a breaking ball. Snyder caught the corner. Strike call. Freehand gave up on that ball. Gibson caught the strike zone. Well, the freehand gets down here, you'll hear some noise. The Tigers trail 6-1. The pitch coming. Swung on and missed. Strike two. He's fanned twice in the ballgame. No pinch hitter has emerged from the Tiger dugout as yet. Pitcher Lasher is due next. Matthews at first. One out. Seventh inning. 6-1 Cardinals. Gibson delivers and freehand. Takes strike. Called. And he's out of there. It's the third time today that Bill Freehand is fanned. And he's 0-12 in the third. in the inning, and the batter is Tom Magic, a left-handed hitter, an infielder who used to belong to the Cardinal organization, comes up to hit with two men out. In the series, Tom is 0 for 2. Both times as pinch hitters. Matthews at first with two men out. Left-handed batter, they play him straight away, and Gibson delivers, and Matchick takes the ball outside. Earlier today, consider Jim Price was unsuccessful. And this means that the Tigers will use five pitchers today as they did yesterday. Strike call, slider caught the outside edge. One and one to the pinch hitter, Tom Matchick. M-A-T-C-H-I-K, Tom Matchick. He swings, fly ball behind short, flood coming in under the ball. That will end the seventh. He has it. The seventh inning is over. The Tigers leave a man on. At the end of seven innings, St. Louis six and Detroit one. We're going into the eighth inning of the ball game. Cardinals leading six to one. And we pause 30 seconds for station identification. This is WJR, the Goodwill Station in Detroit. along with Jack Buck at Tiger Stadium. We're going in the top half of the eighth inning. We have a new pitcher. 
And his name is John Hillary. He pitched two innings yesterday. He didn't give up a run. He gave four hits. He struck out one and walked one. And the first hitter he'll be facing will be Mike Shannon. Come on in, Jack. Thank you, Pee-wee. A 9-6 record for Hiller this year with an earned run average of 2.39. He's the fifth Tiger hurler, and he faces Mike Shannon, a right-handed batter. The lefty throws is a ground ball to third. Fair ball to Matthews. A long throw. Low. Safe at first as Cash couldn't come up with the ball. Eddie Matthews threw low to Norm Cash, who's usually very adept at coming up with those low throws, but he couldn't make connections on this one. And let's see how they rule it. It'll have to be an error for the third base. And Aaron Matthews, see, we mentioned earlier that Matthews has not been playing much. No, he hasn't, of course. And when he picks up that ball right now, as wet as that grass is, I'm mad it's a little hard to control. And it was not an easy play. He had a long throw. Had to get something on the ball. Looked like the ball just kind of ducked on him. Tough play for Cash. The batter is Javier. Got a base hit against Killer in the ball game yesterday. Another right-handed batter, swinging a miss, strike one. He was going for the long one that time. It's cleared a bit compared to what it was weather-wise a while ago. Shannon on at first, top of the eighth, to score six to one St. Louis over Detroit. Cardinals trying to make it a three to one edge in the series. The two teams will play here again tomorrow with Mickey Lolich going against Nelson Bryle. Killer delivers and out of the air, swings and corks one into the corner and it curves. Fair ball into the corner. For extra bases, Cannon heads for third, out of the air for second, and they stay there with nobody out. That ball hit the chalk out in the left field corner. With the American League umpire, Jim Honacek, right on top of the play, there was no doubt about the call. Well, I have to say we have enough umpires out here, Jack. We should not miss too many calls. The umpire was right out there on the play. Javier thus gets his second hit. A single and a double today, and he has six out of 14 in the series. The batter is Maxville 0 for 3. Tiger Infield has to play in. Nobody out. Shannon is third. Javier is second. Hiller will work off the stretch. Pitches. Curveball, and it's a little bit low ball on. We're in the eighth inning, and the Cardinals lead 6-1 to one and threaten to do more damage. Maxville the batter, then Gibson, then Brock, with these runners at second and third. Miller serves up another, and a curve goes low again, and that's ball two. We're in the eighth, and the Cardinals lead six to one. They have runners at second and third. Nobody out. The base hit by Javier was the 11th Cardinal hit of the day. The Tigers have four. Pat Dobson, the right-handers, in the bullpen for Detroit. Maxville takes the curve in there, called strike. Jack talking about Javier against left-handers. You, you tell me how well he hit him. I believe you. He did hit nothing but line drives. He hit 252 for the season and about 350 against left-handed pitchers. Maxville takes a high fastball. The count goes to three and one, and Hiller is about to load them up. Three and one to Maxville. With a pitcher coming up next, Maxville will be swinging if it's in there. Miller is ready. Fires high, ball four. The bases are loaded to an arrow, a double, and a walk. Have loaded the bases. Mayo Smith poised on the top step of the dugout. Has Pat Dobson in the bullpen. Makes no move. 
and Gibson, who homered back in the fourth inning, comes up with the bases loaded and nobody out, hitting against the left-hander, John Hiller. The crowd reacts to Gibson's plate appearance. run to the Tigers in 16 innings of series play. Infield back now. They'll go for two. Shannon at third. Javier at second. Maxwell at first. Nobody out. Off the stretch. The pitch to Gibson. Fastball. Strike call. That's the letter. An error by Matthews allowed Shannon to get aboard. Javier double and Maxwell walked. Pitches on the way to Gibson. Swung on and missed, and that is strike two. Miller could really use the strikeout here or the pop-up. And then have a good chance of getting out of the inning against the left-handed batter, Brock. Play Gibson to pull. He homered into the upper deck back in the fourth inning. And now he swings and fouls it out of play. It's still a strike two count. Working on a new baseball. Cardinals have been given three walks today, one in this inning. The pitch to Gibson. Curve stays high. One and two. In this ball game, four runs off McLean, two off of Thomas. Patterson and Lasher work scoreless innings. Now Hiller to Gibson, high again for the fastball, two and two. Way out in front of Gibson. And now it's a two-two count. Pat Dobson in the Tiger bullpen. With the bases loaded and nobody out, the pitch is on the way, and a foul back, and a good fastball and a good Gibson cut. Keeps the count at two and two. It's clearer now than at any time in the past three hours or so here in this ballpark. The rain has stopped. Gibson trying to add to his lead of six to one. Waits, takes, high outside, ball three, full count, three and two, with the bases loaded, and Hiller is in deep trouble. Javier at second, Maxwell at first, nobody out, and a 3-2 count on the batter. Gibson digging in and waiting. The left-hander delivers. Ball four, and it forces home a run. Gibson gets a run batted in on the base on balls. Shannon, who reached out an error, scores. That makes the score 7-1. The base is still loaded. Nobody out, and Brock's the batter. Shannon has scored. Javier goes to third. Maxwell is second. Gibson on at first. And because Miller is a left-hander, he stays in the pitch to Brock. You took the words right out of my mouth. Jack, we were looking for Mayo Smith to see if he's going to make his move, but you can understand why. He wants Hiller to pitch to Lou Brock. I imagine if there's a right-handed hitter up there, he would have come on with Pat Dobson. Brock started the game with a homer, grounded out, tripled and scored, and grounded out again. He's two for four and has seven out of 15 for the series. 
The first one to him is low for a ball. Killer, who just walked Gibson, gets behind Brock. And now Matthews from third goes in to try to steady the hurler. Surprised to see Hiller working off the stretch rather than the full windup. But he continues to do so. Looks in and gets the sign from freehand. It's seven to one now. The Cardinals lead in the eighth inning. The pitcher's on the way, and Brock it takes a curve. It's low again, and that's ball two. Killer wanted that call, but didn't get it. Two and oh. Killer may be thinking that he's having a little control problem here, walking two men in a row. They may have better control just holding the runners on and not taking his windup. But he's still having trouble getting the ball over. The pitch to Brock. Swung on and a long fly ball to deep center. Northrop got a late jump and the ball is over his head into the wall and will clear the bases. One run home. Two runs home. Here comes Gibson. The throw is not made. Gibson scores. Brock comes back to second. And three runs are home. Brock had chased Gibson off of third base and then ran back to second base when he thought that Gibson was not going to try to score. And Brock has... A three-run double, his third hit of the day. And now, four runs have scored, and it is 10 to 1 in the ballgame. Well, Jack, you could see that it looked like that Gibson could make it, but Joe Schultz, the coach at third base, knowing what the score was, and Gibson was running real hard, and right at the last minute, he had decided to hold up Gibson, and Brock, with his speed, was uh, gaining a little bit on Gibson. He was almost the third, and we saw Schultz hold up Gibson. Brock went back to second. Then Gibson decided to go home, and Brock was already back at second. You're right, Billy. Gibson ran right through the sign of Joe Schultz coaching at third. Brock also saw the sign, and Schultz tried to hold Gibson up. So Brock, who would have easily made it to third base, went back to second and had to settle for a double. Four runs are home in the inning. The scoreboard says only three runs are home. But four runs have scored, and it's 10 to 1 here in the eighth inning. And John Hiller is out of the ballgame. He didn't retire a man here in this, his first inning of work. So without pitching any innings, he has already allowed four runs and leaves the man at second. Only two hits. No strikeouts, of course. He walked two. The error started the inning. And into the ballgame is Pat Dobson, and he is the sixth Tiger hurler of the day. He had a 5-8 and eight record during the year and a 2-6-6 earned run average. Pat Dobson follows McLean, Sparma, Patterson, Lasher, and Hiller to the mound, and he will pitch to Kurt Flood with Rocket second, nobody out, and a 10-1 Cardinal lead in the eighth inning. Looks to me like the Tigers do not have too many more pitchers left in their bullpen. In the bullpen is John Warden. The left-hander starts to warm up. See, I mentioned when Brock hit the ball that Northrop got a late jump on it. Do you think had he picked the ball up right away, he might have caught it? No, I don't. I don't think he could caught it. That ball was hit and hit hard. And it was hit on a line drive. It was right directly over Northrop's head, and I, I can see why he had a little trouble getting a good jump on it. It's right at it. That ball was tough to pick up. The batter is flood. He's one for four in the ballgame. Rock is second. Nobody out. The score 10-1 in the eighth inning. 
The pitch on the way from Dobson to Flood. Brock's trying to steal. A strike call, and Brock is safe to third base. He stole the base, and Matthews argues about it. With the third base umpire, Tom Gorman, and Nail Smith comes out to join in. Freehand made a great throw. Brock and the ball arrived at the same time, and Brock got the call, and he's now stolen seven bases in the series to equal his record of last year. Well, Jack, this is what Mickey Lolich was talking about of the Tigers, and he'd call it a bush trick that Brock does steal when he's seven runs behind or seven runs ahead. It's 10 to 1, and he stole third, but that's the type of ball that Brock likes to play, and that's what he's going to do. You may as well get ready for it. Kurt Flood is a hitter. One strike on him. Brock is on at third, and the Cardinals have four runs here. Now Flood takes the ball low. Lou Brock has now stolen 14 bases in series play, and so he ties Eddie Collins' all-time World Series record. He has now swiped seven and equaled his own record established last year. The infield is in with Brock at third, nobody out, and Kurt Flood swings and grounds it to Matthews. It's a, a fair ball to throw to first, and Flood, oh, is it fair or foul? Foul ball. Curveball fouled back. 
out of play, and that makes it one and one. is the eighth man to bat for the Cardinals in the eighth inning. John Hiller was on the mound when the inning started, and a boot got things underway for the Cardinals. Javier double, Maxwell walked, Gibson walked, and Brock doubled with the bases loaded. Johnson came in. He has retired Flood and Maris, and he's working on Cepeda. The pitch on the way, and Orlando swings and misses a high fastball. One and two. The Cardinals scored two in the first, two in the third, two in the fourth, four here in the eighth. Tigers got their only run in the fourth inning on a homer by Jim Northrop. Rocket third, two out. Cepeda ducks the pitch over his head, two and two. A few of the fans, quite a few of the fans, have left the premises here, notably those in the upper deck who are exposed to the rain. just left. The pitch to Cepeda. A little bit outside. Full count, three and two now on the Cardinal hitter. Cepeda wants the rosin bag. It's been a long day. Four hours and nine minutes have gone by from the originally scheduled starting time here after a three-hour game yesterday. Pat Dobson, the sixth Tiger Hurler, pitches. Ground ball to first. Cash knocks it down. The pitcher covers, and he is out at first. The inning is over. A good play by Cash on a hard hit ball by Cepeda. Dobson covered, made the play. The Cardinals score four times. The Tigers come to bat in their eighth inning, and St. Louis leads in the ball game over Detroit 10 to 1. Bottom half the eighth inning at Tiger Stadium. Pee Wee Reese along with Jack Buck bringing you today's game and looks to me like the Cardinals will be leading in the series after today three games to one. The fifth game will be played tomorrow here. Nelson Brow against Mickey Lowley. We're in the bottom half the eighth inning and the Cardinals lead by a score of 10 to 1. They have 10 runs on 12 hits. And made nowhere as the Tigers have one run on four hits and they've made three miscues. Dick McAuliffe, the first hitter for the Tigers here in the bottom half of the eighth inning. McAuliffe started the day with five hits. He's been blanked. He's 0 for 3. He's fanned twice against Gibson. The left-handed batter waits. A ground ball to the right side. Javier has it. Throws to first. McAuliffe is 0 for 4. And there's one gone in the Tiger eighth inning. Javier throws out his Tiger counterpart, Dick McAuliffe. The hitter, Mickey Stanley, he's 0 for 3. You're probably aware of the series mark established by Gibson in the opening game. The only pitcher in series history who has pitched six consecutive complete game victories. He's trying for number seven here today. Ball one. Here today and tonight, I might add. 
With one out, Mickey Stanley waits. Takes low, ball two. Now Kaline will bat next. The score is 10 to 1. We're in the Tiger eighth inning. The Cardinals out in front. The pitch is a strike call. And if the Cardinals win this one, they'll be trying to nail down the series behind Nelson Bryles tomorrow at 1 o'clock, and Mickey Lillich will attempt to avert the end of the series as of tomorrow. Stanley swings, and there's a shot to left. Brock is on the run and curves the ball with one hand. Lou Brock got a good jump and made an easy catch once he got there on a well-hit ball by Stanley, who has lined out twice today. And is 0 for 4, and K-Line bats with the bases empty. K-Line is at two of the four Tiger hits. And the crowd gives him a big hand. Strike call. The last time up, trying for his third hit, Al lined out to the shortstop. He's been zeroed in on Gibson. High with the ball, one and one. We're in the eighth inning. The pitch coming, and K-Line swings, grounds it to short. Big hop to Maxville, long throw. Good throw, the inning is over. Down in order go the Tigers in the eighth inning, and at the end of eight, the score is St. Louis 10 and Detroit 1. Going the top half, the ninth inning. The Cardinals leading in this game, the fourth game of the World Series, by a score of 10 to 1. Pat Dobson on the mound for the Tigers, and he is the sixth pitcher for the Tigers. He'll be facing Tim McCarver here, leading things off in the ninth inning. To tell you all about it, Jack Buck. Okay, Pee-wee, thank you. Ninth inning it is, and it's McCarver leading off. Shannon and Javier will follow against Pat Dobson. Dobson retired, the only three men he has faced in the game. McCarver has a single and a double. He's two for four. And the pitch is the ball outside, and the ninth inning is underway. Cardinals, 10 runs on 12 hits. No errors. And for Detroit, one run, four hits, and three boots. And two of them hurt. The next delivery to McCarver. Swung on, broken bat, base hit in the left center field. McCarver gets his third hit of the day, and now the center fielder fumbles the ball, and Tim goes for a second, and he makes it. Northrup didn't make connections with the ball, and they'll charge him with a miscue as McCarver takes the extra base. It is an error charge to Northrup. So we had an error by McCarver. It is an error charge to Northrup. by McLean, one by Freehand, another by Matthews, and one by the center fielder, Northrop. The batter is Shannon with a runner at second and nobody out. Mike has two for four in the game, a single, a double, two RBIs. Right-handed batter facing the right-hander, Pat Dobson. The pitch is on the way, and Shannon swings and grounds it to short. McCarver stays at second, and Stanley throws in time to get the runner. Stanley threw low, but Cash had to come up with it again, and he did. And McCarver stayed at second base. See, we, if we may be allowed to editorialize, I wouldn't be surprised next spring in Lakeland to see Mickey Stanley in center field. 
<laughs> Jack, you could be right. Uh, I've seen Mickey Stanley play center field quite a bit this year, and uh, I don't believe there's any better, really. You have to admire his uh, fortitude to try that shortstop spot in the World Series. He's done a worthwhile job. He's gotten it done. The pitch to Javier is low for a ball. Well, Mayo Smith decided to put him out there, and Stanley put it to Mayo this way. He says, Mayo, if you have enough guts to put me out there, I have enough guts to play it. And he has that, both of them. Javier, the batter, with a runner at second base and one out. We're in the top of the ninth inning. St. Louis leading. They've led throughout. The score is 10 to 1. Javier has two hits in the game. McCarver, short lead. Curveball goes low to the hitter. Ball two. Lou Brock has three hits, a double, a triple, and a home run. Flood has a single. Maris has the collar, one hit for Cepeda. McCarver, two singles and a triple. Shannon, a single and a double. Javier, a single and a double. Maxville has been shut out, and Bob Gibson has hit a home run. For Detroit, Jim Northrup with a home run in the fourth inning. The Tigers only run. Javier swings and a high fly ball to center. Jim Northrup will catch that one for the second out. McCarver is halfway. There's the catch from McCarver back to second. Two men out. Nevada, Maxville. Maxville is 0 for 3 and 0 for 12. He walked his last time up. Right-handed batter facing Pat Thompson. Cardinals haven't crossed the plate against Dobson. The pitch on the way. Dow swings, fly ball, center field. Northrop comes in and grabs the ball for the out to end the Cardinals' ninth inning. The Cardinals leave one. They've stranded seven. The Tigers come to bat in their ninth, and the score is St. Louis 10 and Detroit 1. Bottom half the ninth inning. The last chance, the last hope for the Tigers. And the fellow that's been stopping them all day was a little late getting to the mound, Bob Gibson. And the score. The Tigers only have to come up with nine runs to tie this ball game and ten to win it. It's possible, but not probable. The Cardinals have ten runs on 13 hits, have not made a mistake. The Tigers have one run on four hits. And they've made four miscues. Norm Cash is the first hitter. And now Jack Buck. Okay, Pee and the Tigers have a substantial group of rooters who have stayed on out in center field and rooting for the Tigers to come up with nine in the ninth and tie. Jack Buck. Okay, Pee and the Tigers have a substantial group of rooters who have stayed on out in center field and rooting for the Tigers to come up with nine in the ninth and tie. The score 10 to 1. Cash will lead off. game since the second inning and the Tigers had more than one man on base. Evidently the well here's the pitch to Norm Cash. Ball one. The lights have been turned down in the television booth and the umpires asked that they be turned up. Bottom of the ninth. Norm Cash leading off the pitch from Gibson foul back and the count evens one and one. 
Gibson trying for his seventh complete game series victory. Trying for his second in this particular series. There's a base hit to right by Cash. Norm Cash. It's his fourth hit of the series. A line single to right to start the ninth inning. It brings up Willie Horton. catch in left center with Brock flashing across in front of him. One out. Horton is 0 for 3. The batter Northrop who has provided the Tigers with their only run. A fourth inning homer. Jim fly to left. Hit a home run in the fourth. And grounded out in the seventh inning. Left-handed batter. The pitch coming. He chased the bad ball low. Swing and a miss. Strike one. The base hit by Norm Cash was his first and the Tigers' fifth. Ground ball to Cepeda again. He steps on first, throws to second. Double play with Maxwell making the final tag on Cash. And the ball game is over. A 3-6 double play. And the final score of the ball game is the St. Louis Cardinals 10 and the Detroit Tigers 1. Was two hours and 34 minutes, but Timmy Reese and I know that it was more than that. And the Cardinals' totals were 10 runs, 13 hits, no errors. The Cardinals left seven with Gibson the winner. And the Tiger totals one run, five hits, and four errors with McLean the loser. And the Tigers left five men on. And so the Cardinals now have the advantage in the series, three games to one. We'll try to end it here at Tiger Stadium, Detroit, tomorrow behind Nelson Bryles and Mickey Lulich. We'll try to avert that happening in a game that'll start at 1 o'clock Eastern Daylight Time, broadcast time at 12.45. So 10-13 in all Cardinals, 1-5 and 4 Detroit, and we'll be back with more after this message. With Perry Reese alongside, I'm Jack Buck, and we saw Lou Brock start this game with a homer. The Cardinals scored two in the first, two in the third, two in the fourth, four in the eighth inning. Detroit's only run, the Northrop homer in the fourth inning. And the heroes are many for St. Louis. Brock with a double, a triple, a home run, four runs batted into the game. 
Of course, there were a lot of heroes for the St. Louis Cardinals. But to me, it was just too much Bob Gibson, Jack. And he, again, has showed me that he's one of the greatest pitchers I've ever seen. And although that this game took this long, this fellow kept going just about as hard as he did at the end of the game as he did when he started. Just too much, Jack. He broke his own record. He has now pitched seven consecutive complete games, World Series victories. And with the Cardinals leading three games to one, Lolich against Trials in the contest tomorrow afternoon. 